Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to oh you. God, That's why I'm I here. listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Check in with Paul Cross. Don't worry about that. He's good. He's good. We'll check in with him in a little bit. See, so y'all be cool. All right. So here's the deal. You can't have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. We were led to believe, right? Everybody keeps telling us. Vivek Ramaswamy made a big deal about it at the last debate. That the events of January 6th were an inside job. That it was federal agents that were embedded amongst Trump supporters who actually perpetrated all the violence. And that Trump supporters are uh, peaceful, peaceful people. Trump supporters are not violent. And yet Tucker Carlson and Megyn Kelly are talking about how there will be blood, that there will be violence if Donald Trump is jailed before the elections, if Donald Trump fails to win the election, if Donald Trump is convicted. They are saying that there will be violence. Well, how can it be both ways? I thought Donald Trump supporters were peaceful. Isn't that what they keep telling us? Do you really think that there's going to be violence on the streets? Is it going to be like the summer of 2020 all over again with Black Lives Matter and Antifa burning down convenience stores and fast food restaurants and auto parts stores, drug stores, mass looting, uh, people like, uh, oh, 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 what was his name? The, the kid that uh, took the rifle and shot people. What was his name again? Why have I, I've, I've, uh, Rittenhouse? Kyle Rittenhouse. Thank you. I've already purged his name from my memory. Uh, we're going to have Kyle Rittenhouses just running around everywhere shooting people. How is that possible? 844-580-WDBO. What do you think? Do you think that if Donald Trump is, is convicted and or if Donald Trump is put in jail, and or if Donald Trump fails to win the White House back in 2024 and Joe Biden wins re-election, heaven forbid, do you think that there will be violence on the streets of the United States? 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. I will tell you this. I'll tell you my, my views on this. Uh I, I do believe, I, I absolutely believe that there will be violence. I absolutely believe that there's going to be mayhem uh, on the streets of the United States. I think we will be on the precipice of a civil war. Uh, we are so divided as a nation right now. We no longer tolerate other people's opinions. We no longer tolerate people on the other side of the aisle. And I think there will be violence. And... I actually, I actually believe that what happened on January 6th was a mix of both federal agents. I, I believe in a little bit of the conspiracy. I believe that there were federal agents. In fact, I'm 100% certain that there were federal agents embedded amongst the protesters on January 6th. But I also believe that there were Trump supporters that got carried away, smashing things up and breaking things at the United States Capitol. The dude who broke into Nancy Pelosi's office and put his feet up on her desk and rifled through her belongings, that guy was neither a, a federal agent. Well, he, he was not a federal agent. He was a, he was a Trump supporter. So I, I do believe that there is an argument to be made that there will be violence if Donald Trump isn't elected. But how how can people like Tucker Carlson and Megyn Kelly make that argument when they're the ones who are saying that it was a peaceful protest on January 6th? Here is the discussion that they had. This is one of the reasons why I said if, if this Judge Chutkin in D.C., this federal judge because we assume Trump's going to get convicted in that case. I mean, the smart bet would be this D.C. jury convicts him because they hate him politically. 92% voted for Joe Biden and she hates him. Um, that if they, if she puts him in jail pending appeal before the election, the country's going to burn. And then all this blowback, you know, all these people say, oh my God, she's calling for violence. I'm not calling for violence, but the, there is no way 
the Trump base is not going to be beside itself with anger at that level of deprivation of being able to simply vote for the candidate of choice. That's what's being taken away here, like to your point. Well, yeah. And, you know, speaking of violence, that's what you're going to get. And speaking as someone who detests violence, and I, I've seen war, that's why I detest violence. So I spent a lot of my career trying to argue against more wars because I think violence is the worst thing. But I'm just being honest here. If you leave people no alternative, then what do you think is going to happen? I mean, the whole point of electoral democracy is that it's a pressure relief valve that takes people who are very frustrated with the way things are going and gives them a way to express themselves, have their desires heard, and ultimately their will done to be represented in a peaceful way. And if you take that away, if you have a stage an unfair election, which 2020 was, you know, if you if you suppress information that voters need to make an informed decision, you're rigging the election. And they did that. So mm-hmm. if you keep doing that and people are like, wait, I have no economic power. You've devalued my currency. So it's like eleven dollars for a dozen eggs and my vote doesn't matter anymore. Well, then what do I have? Like, what power do I have? And you know, you're going to get violence if you keep it up. And that's just the truth. And I yep. am very upset about that. I don't want that to happen. So there you go. Megan Kelly and Tucker Carlson on Megan Kelly's uh, Sirius XM show uh, saying there will be violence if Donald Trump goes to jail. What do you think? 844-580-WDBO. 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. Are we to believe that the Trump loyalists, the Trump fanatics, the Trump sycophants, the, 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 the Trump diehards are going to peacefully accept, maybe begrudgingly peacefully accept that Donald Trump goes to jail, peacefully begrudgingly accept that Donald Trump loses the election? Or do you think that the Donald Trump loyalists, the diehards, the sycophants, the, the, uh, the, the, those who idol, idolize Donald Trump, are they going to take up arms and, and baseball bats and pitchforks and torches and hit the streets and, and burn this mother down? 844-580-WDBO. Let's go to Oviedo. Zach is up first on the Joe Kelly Show. Hey, Zach, how are you? Hey, Joe. I think that Tucker's uh, a comment was a moot comment. It's going to happen either way. It's happened since. Wait. So you're so you're saying that if you're around. saying that if Trump is acquitted, he is not convicted and 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 is elected into the White House, you think the left is going to hit the streets and protest? No. Again, no. Laurel, help me out here. I'm not good at sarcasm. Is he being sarcastic? Uh, okay. Okay. No, that's fine, uh, Joe. I, I'm getting to know you. Um, no. Yes, it'll happen either way. And violence has happened since the beginning of the human race. And uh, the the crazy thing that Tucker could have said is, from this point further, there'll never be violence in the human race again. Now, that would have been a comment. Well, yes, but I'm not sure I get your point on that. But A moot comment. It, it was something he said that was obvious. All right, Zach. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. Let's go to Chris in Deltona. Hey, Chris, how are you, buddy? All right, man. Hey, long time no talk. Glad you're joining us. Um, yeah, so, you know, I was just thinking about the timing of all the things that have happened recently with uh, the BLM guy um, supporting Trump now. Yeah, yeah, right. One of the, and, a couple of the chapter presidents are now supporting Donald Trump. Yeah, now this they're thinking they're in that violence is going to be incited. You know, is it like programmed to do that? What I don't know what their uh, the reasoning they would do it because you know a lot of BLM supporters aren't aren't uh, Republican, but you know that's just my uh, conspiracy theory, I guess, about it. I don't know. So, so do you do you think then that we're going to see violence on the streets if Donald mm-hmm. Trump goes to jail? I do. Or if, I do. And, yeah. And I think it will be incited a lot of with BLM people. You know. So that's interesting. I don't. I don't. It, um, hmm. I, I'm. I'm. Let me. Well, I'm. Pon- just, I'm pondering that. 
Yeah, I don't know. That's just my thought. Because if Trump goes to jail, I would think that a lot of the Black Lives Matter supporters would cheer that and and wouldn't see the need to go out and and riot on the streets. But maybe they want to anyway, no matter what. Oh, there's yeah. There, look, there's you're right about that. There, at any given moment, there's probably a a small percentage of our society that is looking for any reason to go out and and shoot their new guns or burn their new torches or, or poke things with their new pitchforks. I think you're right about that, Chris. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic and the WDBO app. More of your taxpayer dollars have been spent today on Ukraine. Whether you want it or not, we'll have that as part of the stories that you missed while you were at work today that is coming up next right here on the joe kelly show without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. So, Joe Kelly, it very well could be that just like 2020, except for this time, it'll be for a justifiable reason. All right. You can hit us up right now at 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic and the WDBO app. Stepping out of the office elevator and into today's top stories. Here's what you missed while you were at work. That was busy today. Harvard's governing body issues a unanimous statement in support of Harvard's president, Claudine Gay, following wide criticism based upon her anti-Semitism testimony to the U.S. Congress. New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu is expected to endorse Nikki Haley for president. That's going to sting for uh, for Ron DeSantis, who I think thought he was going to get that uh, endorsement. Ukrainian President Zelensky is greeted by Senate leaders as he arrives on Capitol Hill, uh, coming there with his hand uh, out and his hat in his hand, asking for money. Uh, at least 18,412 Palestinians have been killed. More than 50,000 are wounded since the attacks on Gaza began October 7th. That at least according to Gaza's health ministry, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of the terrorist group Hamas. President Biden tells donors that Israel is losing support globally in its military campaign against Gaza and says that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu must change his government. President Biden signs another $200 million drawdown for the Department of Defense for Ukraine, and he says that'll be coming quickly. 200 more million of your taxpayer dollars going to Ukraine with no end in sight and no end game in sight. New York's highest court ordered the state to redraw their congressional map, clearing the way for Democrats to tilt a key battleground leftward. Those are the stories that you missed while we were at the office today. We're talking about whether or not there will be violence if, if or when uh, Donald Trump is convicted, if or when Donald Trump is sent to jail, if or when Donald Trump doesn't win the election. Let's go to Rick in Claremont. You're on the Joe Kelly Show. Hi, Rick. Hey, Joe. I absolutely believe that there will be violence if Trump is kept off the ballot by some Supreme Court action. It's not so much when he goes to jail, but if he loses the election after numerous days of uh, mail-in ballot counting like the last time, you know, the night of the election, he's way out in front. and All of a sudden, all these mail-in ballots show up from God knows where, and he loses there'll be violence. There's no doubt in my mind there's going to be violence and lots of it. Yeah, I... It's called a revolution. I tend to think you're right about that, Rick. Uh, I think that there will be well I think that there will be violence uh, certainly from some and and you know all it takes is a couple people to start some violence and then other people just join in uh there's a there's a lot of people who will just jump on the bandwagon for something like that don't you think? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think you're going to have lots of protests at first, and the protests are going to, in various areas, get either egged on in the violence or there's going to be those who are just looking for violence. Like, you know, like the previous caller had said, you got people ready to use their pitchforks no matter what. Yep. But there's going to be lots of protests going on, and some of those are going to be violent. I would imagine so. And and look, uh, for you know, for anybody who believes that federal agents were involved on January sixth, it's not a stretch to believe that federal agents could similarly be involved uh, if Donald Trump gets uh, put in jail or if he loses the election. And I, I think it's it's pretty easy to to believe that this is going to be another close election, uh, no matter what happens. This is going to come down to the wire, I would think, once again, because we are so statistically divided as a nation. No, we're not. I, I don't believe that anymore, that we're statistically divided. You have the snowflakes that are anti-Trumpers and the Liz Cheney's, but you've gotten, I, I believe there's a large majority of Democrats who are waking up, seeing the light and going, this is not what I signed up for. This is not my parents' Democrat party, you know. Uh, oh, I would agree with you on that, and Rick, and, and, and the polling shows that the Democrats are not at all happy with Joe Biden, but they're not going to turn to Donald Trump instead. I mean, they're going to they're going to stay home. If, if they stay home, then Trump wins by a landslide. That's so right. For him to lose means they cheated. And then you're going to have the violence in the marches. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, right. And and even if even if Donald Trump were to lose fair and square. Uh, there will be people who will not accept those election results, including well, the Don, in, including never in, the results, including Donald Trump. Don never accepted them. Yep. Well, okay, I grant you that. But it's you know this is what's so bad is they make it against the law. Oh, it's against the law for Trump, an uh, election doubter. Well, what against the law for Clinton to be an election doubter? Or for the dipstick that ran against Bush, Gore, Mr. Eco, I'm flying my private jet everywhere. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. You know, they were all election doubters and called in to contest the elections, contest the elections, not contest. But, right. you know, and they they weren't thrown in jail. They're not arrested. They're not charged with crimes. Rick, I appreciate your phone call. Thank you so much. Of course, the the, the slight uh, difference there is uh, they publicly, Hillary Clinton, Al Gore, you know, publicly went out and said, oh, it was not a fair election. He's not a legitimate president. Uh, the, the difference with Donald Trump is the phone call he made to Georgia officials uh, telling them to get more votes. Uh, that's where the charge of coercion and, and other charges have stemmed up. And that is something that, that uh, Hillary Clinton and Al Gore didn't do. Uh, whether or not Donald Trump's behavior was illegal is yet to be determined. Uh, but that, that is the difference between what Al Gore and Hillary Clinton did versus what Donald Trump did. Trump does or doesn't go to jail. He had 80 million votes. It will be 80 million different reactions, not one entirety. And some will probably be violent and most probably won't. Yeah, I, I I think there's a lot to that. Now, I might be mistaken, but I do not believe that there is an actual law saying that a prisoner could not run for president. I don't think there is a law for that. Yeah, remarkably, our founding fathers didn't envision this. Our founding fathers, when they were putting together the Constitution, the framework of our government, it never crossed their minds, evidently. That they might want to put something in the Constitution about whether or not a president has to actually be out of jail, uh, whether or not a president uh, can, you know can can have been convicted of any crimes, uh, and of course, if Donald Trump is convicted, put in jail, and from behind bars gets elected president, depending on where he's behind bars and by whom. He can pardon himself. Now, if it's Georgia, he cannot pardon himself for state crimes. Uh, we could have a very, very fascinating four years ahead of us uh, if Donald Trump does win while also going to jail. Uh, these are interesting times in which we live, to be sure. More recalls and comments coming up at 844-580-WDBO. This is WDBO, 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. 
connected to our community. Talk local issues and events with Joe Kelly. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let Joe know what interests you. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. All right, I'm going to loop in Laurel and Paul here, Greg as well. And so let's recap the last half hour. Okay, since the show started, the Joe Kelly Show started uh, at a few minutes after 5 o'clock. Uh, I, I threw out the question of whether or not you think there's going to be public violence uh, if Donald Trump is convicted, if Donald Trump is jailed, and or if Donald Trump fails to win the election. And then I played audio, a two-minute audio clip of uh, Megan Kelly talking to Tucker Carlson in which both Megan Kelly and Tucker Carlson said that there is going to be fighting on the streets, that there is going to be violence. And uh, to which I replied, yeah, I think, I, you know, I think that there is a possibility of that to be sure. But I, I also ponder uh, you know, we keep getting told that the violence that happened on January 6th, uh, w- you know, was an inside job. Vivek Ramaswamy said that at the uh, last debate. And those those were federal agents who caused all the violence. And Trump supporters are mostly peaceful. Do, it, would, is that a fair way that I've summed up the last half hour? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I feel like I just read the back of a VHS. So perfect. So I, I've got a fistful of really angry and hateful open mics. And... I, I, you know, when we, when we talk about someone that's a snowflake, we, we think of people on the left as being snowflakes, right? Uh, because they're very, they're very tender and they get their feelings hurt very quickly. Um, I find it interesting when people on the right similarly uh, get snowflakey. And, and honest to goodness, I cannot figure out, and this has got to just be my own ignorance, so help, y'all help me understand this. I can't figure out what these people are so angry at me about. I And I, look, sometimes I deserve it. Sometimes I fully understand why you're angry with me. Today is not one of those days. I cannot understand why I am now the bad guy, why people are mad at me. Uh, and this one just baffles me. Hey, Joe, this is Mike from Lockhart. Not a fan of Trump, Biden, or DeSantis. I want your opinion on this. Do you think it's right for Megyn Kelly and Tucker Carlson to start fueling the fire for national violence? I think these people are crazy. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. So I will tell you. I will tell you on that on that subject. Uh, I have said internally, both inside my head and said privately amongst friends, man, I could certainly see violence breaking out if it doesn't go Trump's way and it doesn't go Trump's supporters' way. Uh, but that wasn't one of the hateful open mics here. Take a listen to this. Man, sometimes I think you use clickbait, Joe Kelly. And what I mean by that is sometimes I think you say stuff that is just going to make people upset just so people will listen. It's called hate listening or watching, and it's ridiculous, and it's cheap. And I think you're better than that. A little bit, but I do. I don't understand that. I mean, I'm literally talking about the same thing that Tucker Carlson and Megyn Kelly were talking about, and he's calling it clickbait. I I think it's in the ear of the beholder in that situation, hate listening. Uh, In fact, we actually have a term for it in radio, and it's called throwing out red meat. And I go out of my way to not throw out red meat. That is just to make people angry or just to fire up the phone lines. I don't, I don't do that. I avoid it. I absolutely avoid it. I would rather not have phone calls than throw out red meat every single day. Here's another angry open mic. Why don't you put this on your little radio show, Joe Kelly? If you had cancer and there were two doctors to choose from, one was rude and disrespectful, but the best in the country. The other one tells you everything that you want to hear, makes you feel real nice and cozy on the inside, but he had the highest death ratio in the country. Which one are you going to pick? Which one are you going to pick, Joe Kelly? And another thing, they gave us the First and the Second Amendment to stand up to a rogue government. And if you don't think this government's rogue, you've lost it. Now, that guy's clearly angry, but I, honest to goodness, can't figure out what he's angry about. Uh, of course I'm going to pick a doctor that that has a, a bad personality but a better medical record. I, but what what point is that making? I, I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I get... I get at times I will say things that that will make you angry. I don't get how that's happening today. I don't understand what is causing you to be triggered today. I think Tucker laid it out pretty clear. What else do we have? I mean, and I'm not even one of these hardcore Trump supporters. 
But if our democracy is being stolen, as they say, and they're going to do the things that they're going to do, and we have no option, we have no legal, ba- no legal battle in it, what do we do? What do we do? So I and and that guy has had a little bit of anger, but but he's angry at the right people. It's not it's it's not I'm not the one causing the problems. All right. It's our government that is causing the problems. It is the Biden administration that is causing the problems. It's the Democratic National Committee that is causing the problems. It's not Joe Kelly that's causing the problems. I think Megan Kelly arguing that, oh, they can't vote for the candidate of their choice and stuff is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. He's broken the law. He's lost his right to be voted for because of his crime. Many, many, many crimes. Uh, You know what? I think Luke Skywalker has the best response to that. Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, he is not convicted of any crimes, uh, Donald Trump. And uh, even if he was convicted of a crime he still would be able to run for the presidency. There may be violence um, if Trump is thrown in jail. I don't know that there will be violence if he's not reelected and people view it as a normal free election. But if he's sitting in jail while he's on the ballot, that could be a big problem. But nobody talks about the violence that actually would occur if he is elected. Um, They were rioting on the day of his inauguration in Washington, D.C. You know, about all that. Right, and rioting happens at the drop of a hat. I mean, there you can rent a mob. They will literally put ads in Craigslist. You'll find ads online that say, hey, we need bodies to come out for a protest. And the, the signs are already printed up. And, and if you've ever seen what we call man on the street, MOS, uh, man on the street interviews, when they'll go and interview people that are protesting, nine times out of 10, the people that are protesting haven't the slightest idea what they're protesting about. When people are chanting from the river to the sea, people don't know which river or which sea they're chanting about. Uh, there's, there's been studies done on this already. They don't know it's from the Jordan to the Mediterranean. They don't understand what they're saying. So protests will happen at the drop of a hat, and they literally pay protesters to show up and hold banners and to repeat chants. Hey, Joe, I think this whole thing is a setup because they really want to see what a real insurrection looks like. But that's not us. That's not Trump's people. We might line the streets and let people know Injustice is injustice and it's wrong. But we don't destroy things. We don't tear down other people's businesses. That's not who we are. We love our country and we love Trump. It's that simple. Love the message, man. I love that a lot. 844-580-WDBO, 844-580-9326. Now, first off, Joe, I'm not saying that there will be violence or will be bloodshed. I'm not saying that, but everybody's peaceful up to a certain point i'll tell you kudos to you for the police uh, sirens in the background you really added a lot to that uh, open mic <laughs> that, i'm not going to re-record this one i'm gonna send it at it that's right that really made no, no, a... you forgot and the turn signal yeah all oh, right i gave the tick 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 of the turn signal as well yeah so kudos to you sir joe i went to a gun show at um deland fairground or deland fairground recently and you know you you have hundreds of ARs coming off the shelf, people are walking out the door with them. ammo. There's something going on. I don't think it's so much that there's going to be violence if uh, he's put in jail. I think the violence will happen after, after a protest where the government steps in and gets violent. See, I think that is the most likely scenario. When I mentioned, when I mentioned, you know, that federal agents could be could be involved in something like that, uh, I I could easily see armed. Trump fanatics, armed Trump supporters uh, out in public somewhere and and getting pushed by cops or federal agents uh, and and I mean, both physically and emotionally pushed, you know, by cops and and things could spark. And frankly, our our nation, I I hate to use the cliche, but it's a bit of a powder keg at the moment. And and I think a lot of people are really on edge. And I think a lot of people, including Donald Trump, uh, are expecting that this next election is going to be stolen again in people's minds. 
Uh, so I, I think a lot of people really are on edge about this. Look, if you want to take out your angry uh, anger at me, you're more than welcome to do so. 844-580-WDBO. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. I, though, uh, see myself as just someone who's leading a discussion. I'm not not trying to chum the waters here, not throwing out red meat. We're just discussing whether or not there's going to be violence uh, in the days ahead, if Donald Trump is convicted, if he goes to jail, if he loses the election. 844-580-WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, now the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. All seven members of K-pop sensation BTS are now serving their mandatory military service in South Korea. The country requires most able-bodied men to serve around 18 months. A law passed in 2020 allowed cultural and artistic icons to defer service up to the age of 30, but the time has now come. Two. Two. The Texas mother at the center of a lawsuit over the state's abortion ban has left the state to get health care somewhere else. The Center for Reproductive Rights says Katie Cox's unborn baby was diagnosed with a fatal condition, but her doctors refused to end the pregnancy over fears of prosecution. One. One. Blue cases are surging, especially in the South. Experts say that some of this is due to an increased vaccine hesitancy that erupted during COVID-19. Some experts are advising people to get that flu shot, and if they get sick, take Tamiflu. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Insightful. You tell the truth from your point of view. Entertaining. Man, that guy is a lot taller than me sounds on the radio. And engaging. When we hear you on the radio, it's a good thing. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. All right, warning, incoming, incoming, angry, open mic. Here we go. So you're telling me Donald Trump can go to jail for saying, find the votes? Find the votes. Like a recount or... Maybe some stolen... Find the votes? Joe Kelly, you want to put Donald Trump in jail because he said find the votes? Now, see what you're doing there is you're putting words in my mouth. I did not say that Donald Trump should go to jail for saying find me the votes. I'm simply explaining why he's on trial in Fulton County, Georgia. I am not privy to the evidence that they have. I am not on the jury or grand jury in Fulton County, Tech, uh, Fulton County, Georgia. And I, I have no idea. I am simply here to share with our listeners the difference between what Donald Trump did and what Al Gore and Hillary Clinton did. Al Gore and Hillary Clinton squealed like stuck pigs after losing their respective elections and to this day claims that the elections were stolen from them. But only Donald Trump placed a phone call to an election official in the state of Georgia saying, find the votes. I'm not saying that Donald Trump should go to jail over that. That's going to be up to a jury to decide. I'm simply here to point out that there was a difference between the two cases. So don't put words in my mouth. You've got to listen with both ears uh, so that you hear the totality of what I'm saying. Joe, I think when people feel like they're being uh, treated unfairly, that things are unjust, and that there's no, they have no recourse uh, to find that justice, then I think it's just kind of a human nature, natural inclination to lash out with uh, something physical. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I agree. So if he does found, is found guilty, I, I don't think there's going to be any riots necessarily. I'm sure there will be some. But I think the biggest thing is if he doesn't become president, which I suspect he won't, even though I like him, I, I, I want him to be president. I just don't think he will. And if he doesn't, that's when it is going to be a big issue. Mm, and, and I agree actually with both of those sentiments. And that is I don't think he's going to win. And I, I think people are going to go absolutely bonkers if that's the case. Uh, I think that another Joe Biden presidency will be an absolute disaster for the United States of America. But I, I believe that the deck is is pretty well stacked against Donald Trump. Hey, Joe, James and Deltona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see why people are mad at you. You're talking about the same thing Megyn Kelly and uh, Tucker Carlson were talking about. Maybe you got something going on with Megyn Kelly, Joe Kelly. But yeah, yeah, you're fueling the fire. It's definitely all your fault, man. <laughs> you got to watch what you say on the radio, buddy. 
It's all going to come back on you. Damn it, James and Deltona. You know I can't detect sarcasm. Laurel, was he being sarcastic? I heard someone laughing in the background. I think. I think he was being sarcastic as well. So, okay, I will take that if that was sarcasm because I, I think it was. All right. We will pivot coming up in just a moment here. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a vote that's going to take place in the next hour, actually. Uh, at the Sarasota School Board as to whether or not to kick Bridget Ziegler off of the Sarasota School Board for being into a kinky three-way sex with her husband and some other woman. We'll get into that for you coming up next and a whole lot more. Don't nobody go nowhere. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. Well, to paraphrase a great man, Joe Kelly, uh, ain't nobody going nowhere. Right now, I-4 westbound, as you make your way into downtown, we've got a little bit of a snafu here. we got a crash on the way to Colonial. So traffic is now backing up a little bit here as you make your way into downtown and onto the 408 eastbound. Then again, after Sand Lake to 535, and from 192 down into Champions Gate, we also have a crash reported in that area. Another wreck, 417 on the southbound ramp from University Boulevard. And then a serious crash on 436 southbound. That's of uh, Hal Branch Road there at Chicory Lane. From the WDBO Triple Team Traffic Center, I'm Paul Cross. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Breaking news to lively debates, covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's news and talk, WDBO. All right, Laurel, I'd be glad to know I looked this up. It is to your heart's content, not till your heart's content. So to your heart's content. Good job. All right. So now we know. We, we have resolved at least one issue here tonight on the Joe Kelly Show that we have uh, evidently had a problem with for several weeks now. So the reason why I bring that up is uh, if you ever miss the Joe Kelly Show, you can listen to your heart's content anytime on demand. Look for the Joe Kelly Show podcast. Uh, you'll find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You'll find it in the WDBO app. You'll find it at WDBO.com. Uh, I just started using a different uh, podcasting app, actually, and it is called... I don't know where I put it. It is called Podbean. Podbean. And you can get it on Podbean. I mean, there are all kinds of apps to listen to podcasts. Uh, so just check it out. Look for the Joe Kelly Show podcast and you'll be able to uh, listen to your heart's content. All right. Happening, literally happening right now. Where is that breaking news sounder? We need a, a the, the ping. A, a ding. <laughs> happening right now in Sarasota. Uh, the Sarasota School Board uh, starts their meeting at 6 o'clock, and the very lead item on the agenda for tonight's meeting in Sarasota is asking Bridget Ziegler to voluntarily resign from the Sarasota School Board. Now, Bridget Ziegler is the co-founder of the group Moms for Liberty. Uh, she was endorsed for that position by the Proud Boys uh, and Governor DeSantis and a bunch of others. Uh, she got a lot of global media attention this month uh, after she acknowledged a past consensual sexual relationship involving her, her husband, and another woman. A thruple, if you will. A threesome. And I have read the police report. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. There are words in the police report that I am not going to read on the radio. There are words in the police report I wouldn't say in a public setting. There, honestly, there are words in the police report that I wouldn't say out loud anywhere, anytime uh, that, that describe her husband, Bridget's, uh, excuse me, her husband, Bridget's husband is Christian Ziegler. He is the chairman of the Florida Republican Party. He recorded video of himself engaged in a sex act with the woman who is now accusing him of rape. And the video is remarkably graphic. And the Sarasota Police Department have it in their possession. Uh, here is the tiny little bit that I will share with you from the police report. Christian entered the apartment 
bent the victim over the bar stool, dot, dot, dot. That's all I'm going to say. Use your imagination for the rest of that. Uh, it's all caught on video. Uh, and it is, uh, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Now, whether or not it was consensual, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. The, the police will have a better rub on that than I will. Ooh, probably a bad choice of words. <laughs> Sorry, that was, not, that was not deliberate. The police would have a better idea about that than I would. If the, if the woman, you know, seems to resist, if the woman, uh, you know, pushes back, uh, then maybe it was a rape. I will tell you this, that we do know that uh, in cooperation with detectives, this woman went to the police and said, I was raped by Christian Ziegler. And so with detectives listening in, she called Ziegler and had a conversation with him. And even in that conversation, Christian Ziegler didn't seem to admit that he had sex with her against her will. When the victim told Ziegler that in in one of the listened to phone calls with law enforcement that he had sexually assaulted her, Christian Ziegler responded by saying, quote, those are big words. Please don't. No, I didn't. You invited me. That's it. I did not at all, and I never want you to feel that way. So he didn't say, gosh, you're right. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Uh, Which doesn't mean, again, doesn't mean he didn't rape her. Doesn't mean he did rape her. That is a determination that the police will need to make at first as to whether or not to charge him. And then from there, it's going to be up to a jury to decide whether or not he is innocent. Uh, but at, but at this hour, uh, oh, oh, to be a fly on the wall, uh, I'm told that it is going to be standing room only tonight at the Sarasota school board meeting as there are going to be a lot of people there that uh, that maybe want to share uh, their thoughts. If you have thoughts that you'd like to share with us, you're welcome to do so at 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. I will tell you my, my thoughts on this is I, I think they both have to go from their positions of power because I think they are both distractions. Uh, the, and, and they have both positioned themselves as paragons of conservative Christian family values. And they are, are certainly not displaying that. Uh, is there redemption available for them? Of course Absolutely so. They can be redeemed. But I think for the time being, I think they both need to step down and they, they need to kind of huddle with, with one another and, uh, and get right with God, get right with Christ, get right with each other and figure out what, what kind of lifestyle they want to lead and whether or not they, they, they are going to seek redemption. That's on them. But I think at this point, they are a distraction to the school board. They are a distraction to the state Republican Party. And I think it is in everybody's best interest. Maybe not Bridget and Christian. Yeah, actually, I, I think it's in their best interest also. But uh, I think it's in everybody's best interest that they both resign their positions of power. Plus, I honestly don't know if any of those are paid positions. Uh, I don't I don't know if school board members get paid in Sarasota County. And I don't know that the chairman of the GOP gets paid. Uh, for that position. So I don't know that these are actual jobs that they have. Uh, I don't know that they're not, but I don't know that they are. Uh, a lot of times, depending on the on the county, depending on the state, those are volunteer positions and they're not paid anyway. So it's not like, yeah, e- either way, if they are paid, then it's certainly on a school board as an example, they're not getting paid a lot. Uh, Kid Rock is in the news, which, uh, you know, not for his music or anything like that. Kid Rock has ended his boycott against Bud Light. Now, Kid Rock uh, was very public in his boycott of Bud Light. You may recall the video. He went and took the social media back in April and uh, took a, a gun of some sort. I don't remember what kind of gun it was, but he fired multiple rounds into cases of Bud Light uh, after Bud Light partnered with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney. So he now says his boycott is over. And honestly, I, 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 don't, I don't know why it would be over. I don't know what Bud Light has done to have redeemed themselves. Other than I wonder if Kid Rock is getting paid by Bud Light. 
you know, because we've seen the commercials now. Who are the who are the football players that are in the new Bud Light commercial? Uh, it's the guy that played Manning. Yeah, Peyton Manning pa- and and Evan Smith. Emmett Smith. Yeah, those were the two. I finally saw the commercial. You talked about it before. And yeah, I hadn't seen it yet. So those guys took Anheuser Busch money to break a boycott and to try to get people back on board to to the Bud Light campaign, Bud Light uh, uh, bandwagon. And I, I wonder if Kid Rock, I mean, I would like at least a little bit of disclosure here. If Kid Rock is going to now go public and say, I have ended my boycott, uh, is it because you really like Bud Light? Or Bud Light is paying you to do this? Or you think somehow that Bud Light has redeemed themselves? He says, do I want to hold their head underwater and drown them because they made a mistake? No, I think they got the message. That's from Kid Rock. So I don't know. That, uh, are, are you guys done boycotting Bud Light? I, I don't drink Bud Light. I don't drink beer, honestly. I'm not a big beer guy. I boycott Bud Light just because I don't like Bud Light. Yeah, which is a, a great reason <laughs> to boycott. That's why I boycott beer is because I'm just not a big beer guy. Uh, and for that matter, I pretty much now boycott alcohol. I'm, I, I have, for, for the most part, given up alcohol. Um, my 21-day my 21 day uh prohibition my 21 day fasting turned into um a little bit longer all right i just get word here uh a friend of mine just uh, texted me wow okay as the gop chair christian ziegler is paid $150,000 a year that's a that's a that's a nicely paid position i can see why he would fight to not give up that kind of a paycheck and the school board in sarasota county is a paid position Thank you to my friend who just sent me that. Wow, a hundred and 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 I I I know this guy to be a, a leader in the in the Republican Party. So this is not just somebody off the street. This is a guy involved with the uh, state Republican politics. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. That's a nice that's a nice gig, man. Yeah, I mean, you can kick your feet up on that with that. But still, that is a that is a distraction. That is a distraction for Republicans in the state. And I would think that elected Republicans would like to have someone that isn't going to be a distraction for them in the state. 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. Coming up next, a, a Florida high school is fined. The school is put on administrative probation for letting a dude play On the women's volleyball team, the girls' volleyball team, a dude is allowed to play on the girls' volleyball team. That school is now placed on administrative probation and has been fined. And they're being fined every day, by the way. I'm going to unpack all that for you coming up next. Stay with us here on The Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. Join the conversation now by using the open mic in the WDBO app. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. One of the the things we can thank uh, Ron DeSantis for and the Florida State Legislature, and frankly the Republicans in the Florida State Legislature, is the law that bans boys from playing on girls' sports teams in our public schools. The the law states biological males may not participate on a female team in any sport. Well, the state had to send a letter to remind Monarch High School down in Broward County of the law because they were allowing and have been allowing a boy to play on the female volleyball team. So this appears to be the first time that a public school here in Florida has been punished for violating state laws protecting fairness in women's sports. The high school let a biological male participate in the girls' volleyball team during the 2022 and 2023 seasons and the 2023-2024 girls' volleyball seasons, thereby violating state law. The male student... Played in over 30 games. As punishment, the 
state has now reprimanded Monarch High School with a letter that becomes a permanent part of the school's membership record. The school has been placed on administrative probation through November 2024. Find and serve notice that it is in a period of warning for a minimum calendar year, one calendar year. Also, Monarch High School owes a monetary penalty of $16,500. That is $500 per contest. And the Monarch High School representatives will be required to attend a compliance seminar in both 2024 and 2025. The high school will also be required to host association staff for an eligibility and compliance workshop no later than June of 2024. Because the school allowed a boy to play on the girls volleyball team. I thank goodness for Ron DeSantis and the Republicans in the state house for passing this law. This, this truly does create fairness in women's sports. And I don't know how other female athletes aren't apoplectic about this. And I will tell you that uh, Riley Gaines, Riley Gaines has been on the forefront of, of battling for women's rights in sports. Uh, you've seen her on, on Fox News. You've seen, I don't know if she's been on CNN or uh, uh, Newsmax, anything else. But she, uh, Riley Gaines, slammed an Illinois athlete who finished third place behind two transgender competitors. So she, she slammed an Illinois woman who came in third to two men in a cycling race earlier this month after the woman came to the defenses of the men. Two people, both born male, beat out all the opposition at the Illinois State Cyclocross Championships. The two men came under fire for taking spots from biological women And the woman who came in third place, Kristen Chalmers, she should have come in first place. She instead came in third place behind two men. But she joined other cyclists in signing a letter in support of the two men that beat her. Riley Gaines calls Chalmers a traitor to women. I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, she is cutting off her nose to spite her face. She is virtue signaling to her own detriment. Instead of having a backbone, instead of growing a nerve and trying to keep women's athletics pure, she's willing to settle for third place behind two men. In a women's competition, she places third place behind two contestants with penises. Riley Gaines says a majority of female athletes believe women deserve respect and fair competition. She is a traitor to ethical and fair sport. She is a traitor to women. Absolutely. I don't think that's understating it. I think she is a traitor to women. I think she would rather virtue signal than actually compete in fair athletics. She would rather she would rather people think that she is, you know, virtuous than actually win the competition. Why even compete? Why? What is the point in competing against men in a women's sport? There's no reason to show up. You're going to lose every single time you're going to lose. Again, thank you, Ron DeSantis, and thank you to the Florida State Legislature for making sure that at least here in Florida, our women's athletics are fair. Unlike other states, unlike other sports, unlike other leagues where they let men compete as women in women's sports. 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326 or use the open mic in the WDBO app.
This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Talk and discussion on the latest breaking national news. Crude oil prices continue to fall. Local news. You're not going to have Disney have its own government in Central Florida. And stories that matter to you. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let your voice be heard on The Joe Kelly Show. So, Joe, what I'm hearing is that the female that came in third place is proclaiming, hey, everybody. I'm a loser. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm hearing as well. Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, you're listening to The Joe Kelly Show. My name is Joe Kelly. You can check out our podcast. Uh, look for that anywhere you get your podcast: Spotify, Apple Podcast, and the WDBO app. Also, look for The Joe Kelly Show Facebook page. We do post additional content throughout the day on The Joe Kelly Show Facebook page. Now, I want you all to hear something. Now, October 7th was the deadliest day for the Jewish people since the Holocaust. Hey, Google, how many days ago was October, October 7th? October 7th, 2023 was 66 days ago. All right, so last night at the White House, our president, Joe Biden, had a gathering there of Jewish leaders celebrating Hanukkah in which our president had this to say. But we know this year's Hanukkah is different. It's been 65 years since the deadliest day of the Jewish people since the Holocaust. 65 years. Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. This president, I swear, he can't stay up past 6 p.m. He can't. you, You guys should know better. The handlers should know better. They need to pump him full of that B12 shots or whatever it is they give him before he goes out in public. And at public. And I love how I love how that he doubles down on his gaff, that he repeats his gaff. Well, we know this year's Hanukkah is different. It's been 65 years since the deadliest day years. of Jewish people since the Holocaust. 65 years. Years. Ah, oh, for heaven's sake. Poor, poor Joe Biden. He just needs to go to bed. Put that guy in a retirement home already. Uh, all right. So there is there there is a new bill. This is the time of the year in which state lawmakers here in Florida will put together bills that they would like to have the state legislature uh, consider uh, and, of course, get passed and signed by the governor. And there is a bill that would ban people in some workplaces from using or being called by their preferred pronouns. So think parental rights and education, but for the workplace. Or for detractors, think don't say gay bill, but for the workplace. So the bill's author says he's trying to give rights back to employers. In short, It would ban using pronouns that don't match an employee's assigned gender in certain workplaces. For example, if you're assigned male at birth, but you identify as female under this bill, the state of Florida still considers you a man. And therefore, the pronoun he must be used no matter your preference. I, you know, I get what they're trying to accomplish here. And I certainly agree with this in schools. I'm not sure I'm on board for this at at people's places of of work. The bill is introduced by a Florida House representative, uh, a freshman named Ryan Chamberlain out of the Ocala area. I think that's I think it's tough to do at work. I think uh, at work, certain employers are going to I mean, employers have rights, too. And especially, you know, there, there's been so much talk in, in the last few weeks about DEI. I know Eric Erickson has had a lot to say about this. Uh, I know that uh, Sean Hannity has had a lot to say about this. Uh, but most companies still have DEI leaders. And in the DEI community, uh, preferred pronouns are a big deal. And honestly, you know, I, 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 I go back to in the beginning when we first when we as a society, when we as humanity, when we here in the United States first started hearing about, wait a minute, people want to go by different pronouns. I, I at first tried to accommodate people's 
preferred pronouns. And I, and I've I've told the story before, but I'll never forget. There was a I had gone into a, a Kinko's once uh, in North Texas, Dallas area. For those for those, our younger listeners, Kinko's is a place where you used to go to make photocopies, <laughs> which just seems archaic now. <laughs> but there was a store where you could go get copies made. But I but I had gone into this Kinko's and I was having a problem with one of the machines or something, and I and I went to this clerk that worked there. And the clerk had a pretty thick five o'clock shadow, which I could see through his makeup, the makeup on his face. And he was wearing women's clothing. And, and this was back in, you know, the early 1990s. This was before we had any idea that, uh, of the, the uh, bizarre cultural revolution that was coming our way. When it comes to pronoun usage and LGBTQs and the, the alphabet mafia and all that other stuff. But I remember that the, the, the dude said something to me and I have always, you know, growing up in Texas particularly, but I've always tried to be as polite as possible to everybody. And I learned at a pretty young age to always respond with, you know, yes, sir, no, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And I remember that the, the guy had said something to me because I was, again, seeking his help. And he said something, and, and I was like, yes, sir. And as soon as I, those words came out of my mouth, yes, sir, I thought, oh, dang, I probably just said something insensitive to this person. That was my first inclination that of what was to come in the future. Uh, but things have gone off the rails since then. If we had left it at he and she pronouns, him and her pronouns, but once we started into the they-thems and the the gs and, and all these other bizarre pronouns, I, I, I've lost interest. I, I can't keep up. I, I, I can't play that game anymore. I, I'll call you a he or a she, uh, but generally I'm going to stick with whatever gender I think you are, whatever sex I think you are. Uh, not whatever I think you prefer. Because how in the world am I supposed to know what you prefer to be called? How is anybody supposed to know that? There's, it's impossible. It is an impossible game to win. So I'm not playing it. But it will be interesting to see if this, if this gets passed in Florida and workplaces then have to change whether or not we're allowed because honestly, at this point, you know, if we had a if we had a colleague here that that was, say, a man but identified as a girl, and we continuously called this person by the wrong pronoun, I bet we'd have a meeting with HR. I bet they would call us in for a meeting. And if this law passes, we're not going to get called into HR meetings anymore if we call somebody by the wrong pronoun. Now, to the best of my knowledge, we've never done that here. We've never had that problem here. But I know in other workplaces, especially you get around Disney and, you know, some of the entertainment venues, you might have that uh, as a little bit more common. Coming up next out of Seattle, kind of on the same subject line, a uh, student has failed a quiz after answering that men can't get pregnant. Oh, for heaven's sake. This, again, thank God we live in Florida. Thank goodness for Ron DeSantis and the state legislature. We'll have the details unpack it for you. Coming up next. Stay with us. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. In-depth segments on topics that matter to Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I love your show every night. You're doing great, bud. It would be really great if the state legislator would do something more important than worrying about pronouns. Yeah, I think this will be a harder sell than the Parental Rights and Education Act. Uh, that that one made a lot more sense than limiting pronouns in the workplace, for sure. Hey, Joe, this is Coco. Coco! I don't know what DEI stands for, but I think it stands for Democratic Elected Idiots. But can you really tell me what it really means? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's uh, diversity 
equity and inclusion. Every industry these days is using the term DEI to explain why they are appointing diversity officers, carrying out diversity training, and discussing ways to be more inclusive. But what really is DEI and why is it necessary? DEI is short for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Here's a breakdown. Diversity is ensuring the representation of all identifiers across races, gender identities, sexual orientations, religions, political beliefs, socioeconomic statuses, and more. Equity is the fair treatment of all previously stated identifiers, making sure every person in the environment has the same opportunities, resources, and support. Inclusion is making sure that the space is comfortable and welcoming to every type of person present. Everybody should feel respected and valued. Post- so hopefully that explains to you what DEI is. Now, out of Seattle, in uh, in Seattle, at a public school there, a teacher cool. failed a student for answering on a quiz that men can't get pregnant and that all men have penises. Yes, no, I'm, I'm, that is exactly what happened. The students were tasked with answering a series of true or false and multiple choice questions regarding pronouns, sexual orientation, and reproductive anatomy. The student marked question four, which was the statement, all men have penises, as true. The student also marked question seven. The statement was, only women can get pregnant as true. The teacher claimed both answers were incorrect. That's DEI. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. So her son, this this mom's son, this student, got a failing grade on this particular test because he claimed that all men have penises and only women can get pregnant. This is what we're dealing with right now. This is this is America today, and uh, it's it's troubling. Uh, the launches that were scheduled for last night obviously did not happen. The launches were rescheduled for tonight, and then shortly after that, they were rescheduled for tomorrow night. So the Falcon Heavy launch that was supposed to take place last night at this point now won't happen any sooner than Wednesday night, tomorrow night. And we'll keep a close eye on that and keep you updated as uh, as we learn more. Of course, these are always uh, uh, flexible. There's always some flexibility built into these launches just in case. I'm Joe Kelly. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Check out the Joe Kelly Show podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Find our Facebook page on Facebook and give that a follow. Give it a like. Sean Hannity coming up next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.